You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into TMPS 124. I am joined by Jason. And so we had Chris on the last show, but it's not that Chris. It's the Chris from the show before that. So we are we are going Chris. We're doing back to back. No, actually, Chris, Chris, Chris. But yeah, in it, opposite order. Yeah. Crisscross. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a late show for us. This is. We are starting you know, recording at 912. Usually we're well done with the show by we now. We do it for the listeners. Yes. Really? We just sat through a long meeting and... Uh, Did you learn anything or no? No. No. Not really. <laughs> no, but I um, uh, It was the uh, same as the meeting before. I, I caught up on some Instagram. Yeah. And some uh, Facebook. I was like, is there anything new here? I'm yeah. pretty sure they copied the same agenda from our first meeting. That's what he does. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much like, here was our agenda. La- well, actually, that's kind of how... And, and when they don't have an answer, they're like, Jason, can you handle it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to talk about a few things. Let's do a watch check real quick. The last time we had this Chris on the show, it was a watch show. So I'm wearing a Tissot PRX, not the uh, the Accords version, not the automatic version. Well, it's a good distinction. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit of a price difference and a different dial. Chris, have you got anything new since the last show? Are you still rocking that? uh, Have I purchased anything new, or am I wearing anything new? I'm not wearing any. I'm not wearing anything new. I'm trying to think if I have purchased anything since. You got your sub date on. I do. I I do have my sub date on, but I did. uh, I actually did purchase a Casio World Time and an F91W. Oh, there you go. Together, so it's a little small. You were saying it is extremely. Which one? Small, the F ninety one W. The, the, the world small. time. I will credit the world time is actually the perfect size. I think for a, mm-hmm. for a uh, square, rectangular, whatever you want to call yeah. it, face watch. The F ninety one W is a little small. It's it is tiny. Well, let's donate it. Yeah, it's tiny. It's, we'll it's donate to somebody with little hands. Yeah, <laughs> Kona can wear it. it yeah. yeah, that's her watch. It's really well. It's actually kind of and and Mike, you've got one too. So yeah. it's actually kind of nice to have in the collection because realistically, that has to be the most affordable, iconic watch that you can buy. Yeah. I mean, if you look up any list of inexpensive, affordable, iconic watches, that's always on the list. Well, it's been worn by presidents and, uh, yeah. well, questionable people alike. Yeah. Oh, no. It's been, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been worn by all different kinds. Yeah. It's been, it's been worn by pretty much everyone. So yeah. I think I, I, that's, I have to say that it's, it, it's historically significant, although too small really yeah, I, it is I mean, tiny it is tiny but same with like like the timex weekender and that timex q there that i just recently purchased there's a lot of watches that you know those um vostok russian watches that i bought i've got one of those too. yeah the yeah. vostok scuba dude and amphibia you know not a lot of money but as far as historical like horologically you know they are significant and yeah. you don't have to spend a ton of ton of money to have an interesting timepiece yeah i've got a uh um what do they call it? a seagull 1963 as well have you ever heard of these no it's probably the most affordable mechanical chronograph you can buy hmm what is it so, called so it's called a seagull 1963 i want to okay. look this up they were made by the chinese military it's actually a copy i believe of a, a valjou movement but the chinese made it for their for their military in the 60s and uh it's a manual uh manual wind column wheel chronograph take a guess how much one of these costs 
I mean, entry level chronograph. What do you think when you think entry level mechanic? At least five hundred bucks. At you, least five hundred. Well, I think. What 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 mechanic? Well, that's what I'm saying though. But think about think about the most affordable mechanical chronograph you can name. But you say at least five hundred dollars. That's fair. Mike, what do you well, think? Well, I'm I'm looking at the website here, so I can tell okay, you tell exactly me. what I could buy one for. It's it's just under three hundred dollars. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. For now, I mean, well, see, to be I'm, fair. I'm looking at the forty two millimeters in there around three fifty. Yeah, you can get a sapphire crystal on them. I have the thirty eight, I think. The uh, forty millimeters <laughs> are between uh three hundred and four hundred. But this is this the this these cheaper ones are not chronographs. You know these smaller watches are really starting to come back. You know we had the big watch craze for a yeah. while. Yeah. Now it's like well, and the big uh, the big change I think was the. I know we're gonna bring the topic back to Rolex already, uh, but the <laughs> That's Explorer okay. the Explorer went from a thirty nine to a thirty six. Yeah. I think that was big news because I. I don't know everything about the watch market, but I will tell you, I really think that Explorer 39 is going to be worth some serious money someday. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, well, think about how many people would consider 39 millimeters to be the perfect size. 39 millimeters can be worn by pretty much everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you could dress it up. You could wear it casually. Exactly. And the, the Explorer itself is probably... 36 is small. The perfect one watch collection. For... Right, I for mean, me, I think thirty six is small. I do too. I, I listen. You can sometimes you can pull it off depending on how the case wears, but yeah. I don't. I don't know enough about the Explorer to say whether or not it wears true to the thirty six. Matt has an Explorer. What well, we better Matt? check. What does he have? Thirty nine or thirty six? The, the thirty nine. So he. Oh yeah, that thing's gonna be worth some. Well, already yeah. they're trading for like eleven grand. Yeah, he wants a uh, a Coke bezel. Good luck. I, well, he wants an early one with, without the uh, lug The bolts. Coke or the Pepsi? So he wants the, the black and red? Yes. He wants the Coke. He said Pepsi's a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I actually, you know what I actually like, surprisingly enough? I like the all-black GMT Master 2 bezel with the green hand. I think it's perfect. It's yeah. all blacked out. It's basically, it's basically a Submariner date with yeah. a GMT hand. And I the only thing that would make this Submariner better is a GMT hand because I think you can add a GMT hand to any watch and it makes yeah. it better. Yeah. Personally. So they, they they no longer make the uh, Seagull nineteen sixty three, is that what you're saying? Because I'm looking at a I they, like there's some really kind of <laughs> odd websites so that are selling these watches. Here's the trick with the Seagulls, okay? No, they don't make them, but yes they do. So they're it's you have to remember it's Chinese manufacturing. So there were several different manufacturers, like actual like facilities that made this watch. Yeah. So some of them still make it, but it's not technically owned by Siegel, but they still brand it that way. So I mean, to be honest with you, there's there's like if you really get in deep to the the Siegel world yeah. uh, online, they're very good looking it's, watches. It's debatable as to like whether or not all these 1963s are real. Some of them have engraved case back. Some of them don't. Some of them have this, that, and the other thing. So it depends on who you ask whether or not mine is real. To be honest with you, I got mine off of Amazon. And yeah. it works great. It looks great. I don't know if it's if it's fake. Who cares? I mean... Does it say that, like, Z Schwan on it? I don't know yes, what that it does. is. So, that, that, so it says 19 and then... Or 21... It, Oh, okay. Okay, that's a twenty-one. That's, okay. Well, so it says nineteen or twenty-one. That actually indicates uh, the number of jewels. Okay, and then there's some 
Chinese characters down below. Yep, that's and that says water resistant. I think I don't remember. So like I did some research on this watch batch back when I bought it, and uh, I actually purchased it. And then the shipping company reached out to me and said it never got sent to me, and so they refunded me. And then oh, a week, yeah. and then a week later, it showed up at my door. So I actually got it for free. Oh, there you go, <laughs> guys! I came home from work today. Yeah, I forgot to pay my water bill for like two months. So we're gonna shut your water off in a week. <laughs> So I got to pay that bill tomorrow. Well, I, was, I was starting to wonder what that smell was. You, you want to know something? <laughs> I once, I'm on a fixed income, guys. Yeah, I, gotta, I can't no, pay I, bill. I once got a letter of cancellation from, from my car insurance. Really? Okay, so what happened was I oh, had boy. four cars that I was paying insurance for. I went down to two cars. So, like, I had been paying. So, like, I paid the bill for the four cars. And then in the middle of that billing cycle... I got rid of two of them, and I only have two cars, so obviously my premium went down. So I thought I wasn't getting a bill because I was, like, paid ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I was supposed to be paying bills, but I never got it in the mail. <laughs> so I just assumed, oh, no. and I said, I said, excuse me, don't, there's, I don't, I'm not getting bills. And then I remember uh, there was another one, uh, I think cable bill, something like that, where... They were like, you know, we haven't received a payment for you from you for a while. Is your address one one two something? I'm like, no, it's two two one. So they they had my address wrong. Yeah, I'm like, I've been, I've gotten bills from you before. Right. What what happened? How did all of a sudden my address become incorrect? Like, I don't yeah. understand that. I, don't I mean, when, so here's the. Talk about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the in, the insurance guy in the room is now going to inform you how this stuff happens. So did you inform your insurance company within 60 days of relocating that uh, you moved? I don't know, but I was getting bills from them before that to this address. Oh, and then that, the address that's what I'm changed. talking about. Was the address that the vehicles were registered at? Did you change the vehicles? Yeah. They were okay, so you changed yeah. the register. And I had address. my agent do it. Like everything was kosher. Everything was done properly. It's just gonna understand. Like I all of a sudden was getting that's bills, getting bills every month, and then not. But like I said, I thought I was just paid ahead because I went from four cars to two. I thought I kind of had like a little bit of extra wonder, cash in there. I wonder if your agent accidentally rewrote your policy with the. He might have rewritten your policy with only two cars on it instead of four. Instead yeah. of just all like, yeah. what's that? Instead, instead of, of just removing them and accidentally yeah. used your old were, information yeah. to do it. Regardless, that, that could be possible. Regardless, I, I mean, I, I got it all sorted out because I'm like, I can't lose my car insurance. Did you see that anniversary yeah, no. Kuntosh today? Bring a trailer? No. It's $738,000. Wow. That's hey, what, hey why, don't, why don't you just write a check? You can have another Kuntosh. Yeah, rock oh, yeah, and roll. Oh, yeah, let me just do that. Yeah. Let's just have a fleet of them. A fleet of Countach. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. Can you imagine? That's crazy. Now, yeah, I'm, you might, I'm wearing you might wanna, the uh, might... IWC Portuguese or Chronograph. Today. Yes, the, uh, that you know, is uh, a gorgeous Which one? Because they make like 15 of them. I don't know. It's the one with the blue <laughs> band. White face, blue. Um, and it's got blue the uh, it's got the uh, 6 and 12 registers, not the, the nine and three, three, six and 9. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which I prefer. Uh, you know what? I don't mind it. It's yeah. just awkward to look at because all of the typical chronographs you look at look at are either three and nine or three six and nine. Yeah. Or you in the why? case of the Daytona, it's because two point seven five six yeah. and it's because <laughs> nine point seven. The word Schaffhausen 
Yeah, so that's right. long. They need the space to write it. Is that is that the actual? I mean, Schaffhausen is a. I've actually been to Schaffhausen, Switzerland. Beautiful. You're beautiful a big city. deal. We know. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. I, unfortunately, you know, he always has to drop a bomb. <laughs> well, you know, a one upper. To- wow. Listen, no, that's not a joke. I was telling you guys about <laughs> that funny bit from Brian Regan about if you've only ever had two wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah. There's going to be someone who swoops oh, in oh, oh, with oh, a four, four. Yeah. and then he goes, "I had five. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I, I, How about the guy on uh, at the picnic technically the, did. over the weekend? Yeah, what's that? The the one upper at the one picnic over the weekend. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah. He There's... he was telling me he's like, why are there water spots on your car? Yeah, did you wash that thing yet? Fucking rain. I don't know. Did you wash that thing yet? Yeah, it looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't wash it every day. Stupid Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been looking at uh, these IWC pilot watches, and they're yeah. just stunning. You need one. You need they're one. stunning to me. I'm actually and concerned why you don't have one. Why I don't have an IWC. That That is true. Well, yeah. that is true. I really should it's have one. It's a missing one. jewel. It is. It, it, it's, it's missing it's in, like a, in my collection. You know Thanos? Thanos? Yes. It, yes. Yeah, like the jewels or whatever. It's, the, it's, an, yeah, it's an infinity stone. Yeah. Affinity or Guys, whatever it's called. If we had one. a five, how many affinity stones were there? Five? Yeah. I don't know. One, two, three, four fingers. I'm not sure. One thumb. I think there was one Are in the middle. Are they affinity or infinity? Infi- no, there was six. Inf- Wasn't there one in the middle of the glove too? Infinity stones. Yeah, yes, yeah, six. Five fingers and one in the middle. What are the five infinity stones of the watch world? Obviously Rolex. Oh, well, Rolex, uh, AP, Patek. VC, Patek, JLC. I would say IWC instead of GLC. Well, we're missing a sit. We're missing a sit. Wait, so wait, hold on. Start over. Rolex, they made some serious Rolex, pieces, though. They do. Wait, Rolex, AP, AP Patek, Vacheron. Vacheron Constantin. Okay. Um, Patek. JLC. JLC. JLC, definitely. And, because then, and, and then IWC. But, but what, about, yeah. what about Cartier? Yeah, they made the first wristwatch. Hang what on. about well, Hang on. You can't, just say, you can't just say IWC. What about, like... Blanc Pond, for example, who made the first dive watch. Yeah, see, I, I, I like, think this is just too. Blanc, I, I, we, like, I like we, IWC. We might but that's need. A big, that's a big step to say that they're one of the most six essential brands you have to own. Wow, I don't know, but maybe we need two uh, gauntlets. Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Gauntlets. Goblets. Goblets. <laughs> what am I talking about here? I don't know what you're talking gauntlets. about. Your hands are out. I don't. What are you, what are you doing? He's holding his hands like he, like they were just burned or something. Like, no. look at my hands. <laughs> Thanos wears that, oh, that okay. thing. I was like, what are you doing? That thing with where the, the thing. stones go the in. Gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, we I need two know. of them, I guess. That was bizarre. I think that's too difficult of a, of a conversation. There are just so many legendary watch brands. Well, I think the top five are pretty reasonable. I yeah. mean, Rolex yeah. is the reason we all wear wristwatches today. Yep. yep. Uh, AP, VC, Patek Philippe, the big three. Guys, uh, yeah. APs do zero for me. I they I look at none them of them. I, none of not them. Not a single AP is, is not, your thing. No, I they. That's fair. They're literally they they stir zero emotion. But they're still iconic. You still have to have them considered on the top. You know six what? It, watch brands. It, it eh. would it would be like to own a Royal Oak to say that I have a Royal Oak. I, eh. Yeah. Eh. And the Nautilus is well. That's Patek, but still, it's, it's, it's if I had same. a nineteen twenty one, okay, I think the, like to me, oh the VC, yeah, that little cushion case. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a good well, that one VC that's uh, has the 
that yeah. that that's, to me yeah, is like it's the it's like tilted, your watch it's the tilted yeah. cushion case yeah that's that my holy me, grail watch. that is like you like like that is for you like that was it's built for me yeah built yeah. for you I, you guys should chip in and get me one yeah i think i kind of feel get like you a, uh christmas is just around the corner yeah stocking stuff yeah <laughs> A Vacheron. Well, gee. Here's if, I mean, if I would have known, I would have gotten you one before the show. What yeah. the heck? Like, yeah, let me just so, drop. What are those things? 25 now? 31. 31. That, Jeez. For you? For a three-hand watch. Yeah. So I mean, what? not that not that I'm saying, three, listen. What, for a three-hand I don't know what day it is. That's, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But like, kind of is. Think about it. You can buy a three-hand watch from Seiko, as we've proved earlier, yeah. for $150. Yeah. I. It doesn't I know, have a red band with I, listen, rose gold. Yeah. Listen, I know there's a big difference between VC and Seiko. I'm not under the impression. If that I had a 1921, I would quality. wear it every day. But look at my 1921. This does bring back the point, though, that I made in the last time I was here, and the fact that Rolex is actually quite a bargain for what they are. Oh, I agree with that. Well, I because, have to say something. When you look at my Cartier Santos blue face, sure. And you and I looked at the dark side of the moon speed, Speedmaster today. Mm-hmm. One is. 7450 I believe and the, the the Santos is under 8 grand and that dark side of the moon is 12 grand. Well, okay, you're also talking about uh mechanical chronograph versus just again a three-hand watch. That that is true. Stainless steel versus, versus ceramic. So they had the dark side of the moon in the case? Yeah. Yeah, I, I Did was. Did you try it at, on? No, 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 because we had to get to the meeting. I just wanted to and I they they, they had a Hesselite and a sapphire. Uh, they had it all there. They had they had all the moon watches. Except for the moon swatch, which we will and get to. They didn't to. have the Snoopy. <laughs> well, it, but the silver Snoopy is a special well, the Snoo- edition. The Snoopy's not retail anymore. They're no. they're sold out. So like, yeah, what's well, a two years old? Market market, market prices night. market price for those right now is thirty two thousand yes. dollars. That's why, honestly, uh, though, listen, worth every penny. I th- there's something <laughs> about that watch. I, if I could afford it, I'd I'd have one. It's special. I'd have a Snoopy. Yeah. Well, in, in fact, I'd buy the. 40th, 45th, and the 50th anniversary ones. All right. So now this is a real question. Coolest, <laughs> coolest chronograph they make. In any brand? Yeah, any brand. Just what's, a, what's the coolest, coolest chronograph, chronograph that you uh, can name? I've man. got mine already in my head. I'm curious what you guys have. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I, so many. I don't even. <laughs> I mean, uh, for me, I don't know what it is about it, but when I saw my first Breitling chronograph, uh, Which pi- one? Pilot's like the, watch, just like, just like, like the general. Navitimer. The, the Navitimer. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I remember I was in, I think St. John. I was, I was in the uh, Caribbean, and I was just in one, you know, one of those. They had tons of jewelry stores down there, and in the Caribbean. And um, I said, "Can I try this watch on?" And she goes, uh, "Do you? No. Are are you? No. She <laughs> let me try it on. Who are you?" And she goes, "Are uh, you a a a pilot?" And I had no idea what a chronograph was, or a, you, you know, should have said. Of course, <laughs> and and she goes, it's a thirty, it's a thirty thousand dollar watch. It was uh, rose gold, and I asked her to take it off. Oh, that's the. Uh, let yeah. me guess, it was a B zero eight. Oh well, is, which I, is the Ratrapont. I mean, at that time, the, I didn't even know what a, what a Breitling was, let alone anything man. specifically. And then when it came to getting one, I got the Bentley Motors Breitling. I really liked the the Bentley Motors or like like the Breitling for Bentley edition yeah. watches. Yeah. And I got the the Bentley Motors one. It's a beautiful, huge blue dial with three sub. It's just I that to me is just a gorgeous watch. This but is I mean, probably my favorite chronograph. What the the the, the IWC? Yeah, but I have the uh, 
Maxi Marine chronograph release. And that, that's a really um Okay. That's a really nice watch. But you know, it's the Marine it's a Marine chronograph, so well, mine has the leather band, so it's not like yeah. I'm gonna go diving with it. But I, I like that. Um, there's something about that, you know. I, I like. Have you seen? Speaking of Breitling, have you seen their Premier series? Yes. Mm, yeah. I think yeah. their Premier series with that pistachio dial. Oh yeah, I is saw a that. Phenomenal. Well, we talked. It's to, gorgeous. Um, it's gorgeous. Your right. girl about it. While, yeah. When we were picking his up. Yeah. Yep. Or ordering his. Yeah. And. Uh, they had it available in stock. Yeah, it's in the case. Yeah. Um, and I was like, is that the pistachio one? And yeah, I mean, it is striking. It's so funny because I also asked watch. her to try on that same watch. <laughs> like, it's funny yeah. that you and I both went in there and drug. Yeah. Yeah. That it's you know what? My only I don't know if they make it in the Ratchapont. So that's the, that, that like split 50, second. 5,800? For the pistachio? There's a there's probably 9,800. 9,800. Yeah, yeah, they're expensive. To me, 510, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Fair enough. I just lost my left ear than right ear. I yeah, did, same. I did too. Same. I don't know what yeah, just and happened. Then it came there. back. And are, are you guys back now? We're back. Yeah, 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 I we're don't good. know yeah. what happened. <clears throat> There's something going on. There's like some weird stranger juju. things. This is like yeah. This is some stranger things. I lost the we're microphones haunted. for the last <laughs> show. We just our headphones just stopped working for two seconds. So I'm hoping that we're still recording properly. Uh, but uh, but anyway, sorry. Good. Um, I'm on the Breitling website right now. Look up the Premier series, and okay. then uh, pistachio. They have a pistachio green dial. I don't know if they make it in the Ratchapont, but I would like that if they did. I like how, by the way, that you know we all unanimously did not say the Daytona for the coolest car. It's the most uh, overrated watch there is. Yeah, yes, I ooh, overrated. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got it's got to be yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any more. You know, it, no. I mean, I can understand how you say the Daytona is overrated. I mean, it, okay, so if we're talking like the greatest chronograph of all time, I think it would be the Daytona. Well, but, if you're talking about like the most iconic. Yeah, yeah it's probably, but as far as like my favorite, no, it's not my favorite. Link. It's you not know, my favorite. My favorite chronograph so, is is way unobtainable, but I would really like one. What's that? Patek Philippe 5980R. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the rose gold Here we go. 5980 mm-hmm. is one of the best looking watches that Patek makes. And that's, I like the sports watch style. So obviously they make, mm-hmm. you know, some very complicated mm-hmm. watches and they make a lot of more dressier pieces and all that good stuff. So I'm strictly looking at it from a sports watch perspective. Yes. But I really think that's one of the best looking sports watches ever made. All right. So I'm on Chrono 24. If you want to get a Patek Philippe Nautilus stainless steel blue dial 5980 slash 1A-001 with the like one sub dial. So this is the, so that yeah, so they, it's a it's a one sub dial, but there's like two hands that actually yeah, I see. Yeah. 179,000. Oh, so that's so that's the 5980 and the stainless steel. The 5980R yeah. is the rose gold and they're about 390,000 right now. Yeah, so it's this dumb. this one Yeah, it's ridiculous. This one's f- this for, one is four hundred and yeah, four hundred thirty, two hundred and twenty, uh, three hundred and thirty thousand. For what? <laughs> uh, four hundred thirty thousand. Rose gold four forty point uh, forty point five millimeter black gradient dial fifty nine eighty new buckle. And that's and that's four hundred now. Four hundred thirty thousand. That's a little high, but they are yeah. I mean, they're worth a ton of money. And I, you know what? They are gorgeous. Yeah. If I could own one, I'd have. Well, that's not. 
necessarily like my grail watch. My grail watch is a little bit cheaper than that, but still that's a, I mean, it's a phenomenal looking piece. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I would still prefer the 5711. You don't like a 5980R? Dude, he doesn't he do much. It doesn't. Me. It's not blown out. Well, that's enough. a Patek. It's not an AP. It's not, it's not blown out enough. So what? What it just doesn't? What Patek would you have if you? So you're not. I mean, you're clearly not a sports watch guy. Which is, I mean, like so. Well, the, we just talked about the overseas. That's a sports watch. Sure, but do you like I, the? Overseas? Oh, I, lo- I love the overseas. Well, what's okay? So let me ask. But then, my my prefer- what, my eye goes to a dressier piece. That's and that's and that's that's, just that's what I fair. Do. I wish yeah. I could pull off dr- dressier pieces. You can you can better. if you didn't wear jeans and a t shirt. Yeah, but I always wear jeans and a t shirt. That's your uniform. Well, it's a compliment, really. No, you're right. I love to wear jeans and a t shirt every day. To be honest <laughs> with you, then I asked your your uh, fiance. Yeah, I said no uh, short pants. Oh, for, uh, guys, no. She's like, of course not. Guys, she was very adamant. No. Guys, <laughs> pants only. Yep. This green face, fifty-seven eleven, $707,000. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can get a new green face that's fifty-seven eleven. I think well, that's the current I edition. Think, well, no, I think they discontinued. Well, no, they continu- discontinued the blue. And, and the new one is, is, is green. If you want to go to yeah. an AD I just and ordered a, a green dial watch. <laughs> well, green's in. Okay, so the fifty-seven eleven blue face, is, which is what I would want, no chronograph or anything, just under two hundred thousand. One 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 eighty five, one seventy, one seventy, one seventy. For a three hand watch? Yeah, look, this one. Check <laughs> check this I, out. I'm not, okay. I, check this out, guys. Yeah. Fortieth anniversary single sealed platinum. Yeah. Eight hundred and seventy five thousand uh, dollars. It doesn't shock me. Wow. Well, listen, what I'm wow. saying what I'm saying about wow. three hand watches, I may I'm poking fun at the fact. That let's face it, if we're real about it, our hobby is is buying archaic pieces of technology, yeah, for absurd amounts of money. Yeah, like to be honest with you, if you spend the fifteen twenty dollars it cost you to get a, I think it was, I think I paid fifteen dollars for my Casio World Time on Amazon. Yeah, it came in two days. Yeah, okay, that watch has a World Time function. Yeah, uh, a chronograph, quote unquote, stopwatch function. Yeah. Right. Five alarms, a ten-year battery. When do yeah. we ever use the chronograph? Do you ever use yours? No. Oh, you, you, I just like how you it don't, looks. Yeah, you don't, you like don't fiddle with it. No. Well, I mean, like I, I mean, it. I will. I mean, but this this dive bezel makes it around the the you know around every once in a while. I just kind of fidget with it. You know. Yeah. I like to hear the clicks. Yeah, I just like well, the look. Not all of us have that. <laughs> so, guys, that 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 pistachio premiere. Yeah. With the what looks like brown crocodile, or maybe it's brown leather. I yeah. can't really tell. Or alligator. Eighty yeah. eighty six hundred. Yeah, eighty six. Yeah. Three okay. three hundred bucks a month on a firm. Oh man, that's well, okay. So no, I better just pre qualify now. That's Listen, so a firm is garbage. They charge you like twenty eight percent for what? Uh, well, hold no, on, six months no interest. Well, hold on, they they do have no no interest yeah. options. Obviously, oh, okay. it's going to be a higher payment. Yeah, but yeah. if you, but if you want this watch and only want to spend thirty bucks a month, if, if, even if that's possible, I'm, not, I'm kind of exaggerating. Yeah, they charge you. They charge you like thirty percent. No, it's a interest. huge interest. Huge interest. A firm only goes up to fifteen thousand dollars watches though. Oh, well, see, that makes that. sense. Yeah. I mean, that that makes. Well, sense. Well, see, I'm never shopping for anything over that because I don't have that kind of money. So, oh, you know. oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I like to hear the clicks. Uh, this guy. Yeah. Li- yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think you know, this is an alligator strap. I, think I so. would rather have your watch than a Daytona. Well, that's because you're sensible. 
Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, Please. I mean, to be honest, listen. Sensible. I mean, that's when the, you think of my name, you think sensible individual. <laughs> well, I wouldn't <laughs> right. go that far. But. Right. Okay. For for an unworn stainless Panda Dial Daytona, Ooh. 47,000. Panda Dial. I like the old. I actually like the previous gen Daytona is better than the ceramic bezels. You like the steel? Yeah. The steel bezels? Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I don't, well, don't this like says... any of them. <laughs> it's not like I. No, if I had, if somebody was like, you have to choose one. Give me the old one. If I had to choose one, I would want uh, uh, Zenith Daytona. So oh, here's the Primero. Here's a Daytona that I would really like. Ooh, okay, yeah. so this is a very little known fact. Okay, so I think it was in the I want to say in the seventies, the sixties or the seventies. Daytonas were nobody wanted them, right? Right, right. So it was kind of funny because apparently the story goes that if you were a good negotiator, you could go into a Rolex dealer and buy another watch and get a free Daytona. Okay. Wow. And so they used to make the Daytona like they still do today in 18 karat gold. Okay. For a very, very, very brief period in the United States, they offered a 14 karat gold option. Okay. Those 14 karat, I think there's like less than 200 of them or something in the world. Those 14 karat gold Daytonas are worth an insane amount of money. Because they didn't make very much, but it's hilarious because you know they're they're worth more than the eighteen carats solely because they're so rare. limited numbers. Yeah, but it's that if I were to have like if I had to have a Daytona, I feel like you'd have to find if you could find one for less than a million. I'm not sure how much they're worth, but I'm sure it's close to that number. There's no way a Richard Meal is worth <laughs> more than a fourteen carat Daytona. But that's that is something that if you were gonna have to have a Daytona, that would be something special because there's a story to be told there, right? Yeah. It, with most Daytonas, you don't really get to talk about watches. You just to say, yeah, here's my very expensive investment. I put it in a box in a safe. But if you have a 14 karat Daytona, you get to talk about some history of watches and yeah. And so if you stuff. could, if you could get a brand new Daytona Panda, it sure. is fourteen thousand five fifty. Yeah, and the so if you get one, so and then. If you if you're able to acquire one for fourteen thousand five fifty, you could then go on Chrono twenty four and sell it for forty seven thousand. Well, so here you go. So the Vacheron Constantin that I was talking about that I'm trying to muscle that is out insane. here. So Vacheron Constantin. So if you buy a steel VC overseas with a blue dial, they're twenty two two fifty. Mm-hmm. I think retail twenty two. Their resale value is fifty two thousand. Wow. It is. Unreal. I mean, so I know like there's been a lot of talk the last few weeks about the watch market crashing, yeah. which the rock, the, the watch market crashing means that people are going to stop paying absurd amounts of money for an OP 41. That's oh. quote unquote Tiffany blue. Okay. Yeah. Cause people are like, stop being idiots. Cause I don't know yeah. why they're paying so much for a freaking blue OP, but whatever. But there's still some those, those mustard yellow ones. I tried getting one of those, but they're, I guess they're out of them. I like, they don't make them anymore. Those, those, Mustard yellow uh, OPs are now like thirty grand. Yeah, if I wanted to, if I wanted to get for, a Hulk for an Oyster Perpetual. Yeah, if I wanted to get a Hulk, I'd have to spend between thirty and thirty-five. There's one for sale at Torno King of Prussia for thirty-five. Yeah, this one here is. This one here is that fifty-five thirteen was reason. pretty cool. They had a fifty-five oh, thirteen. Oh, oh, it's fully stickered. There well, was thank goodness. there was an episode <laughs> of Gray Market about this, and they were like. Uh, you know, so they not only sell to um, like us, like private customers, yeah. but they trade between other gray market guys. 
So like other guys who do watch flipping and watch and, you know, aftermarket watch selling. And this guy's on the phone, like, and he wants a certain watch and they'll do, they'll do, they'll do trades. Okay. We'll give you this Rolex Panda for three Dutch date justs and five grand or something. I'm just making that up. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, he, and yeah, this guy's like, no, 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 gold Seiko's fully stickered. Like, we don't care about Seiko's or fully stickered. Like, like what does fully stickered mean? <laughs> they have this whole thing. Like, I could, we could just put stickers on it and, and call it fully stickered. So, th so this one's fully stickered, and it's 56000 where this one is, yeah, this one is 35000 Does it have stickers on it? I don't really know. Um, Insane. Yeah. I, I have no idea. a lot of money idea. for a watch that was initially ninety. Ninety eight hundred because yeah. that was before the price hikes. Yeah, because now the Submariner date is what I think ten thousand one hundred or whatever. Yeah, retail. I, I feel Rolexes used to be much more affordable. And I'll put that in quotes. Like, was the date just always like thirteen grand? No. Yeah, I feel well, like it really wasn't. Well, everything went up, but you gotta yeah, you gotta calculate for like obviously Steals the new gold man. The, yeah, that's true. Well, and the that's true, but I mean watches inflate price just like everything else i mean they they move up in price just like cars for example yeah. right back in the 1960s you could buy a ford pinto for like eleven hundred two thousand dollars whatever it was i don't know somewhere around in there like you're you know today you couldn't even buy a date just for that amount but you know they're gonna increase prices as the price of everything increases but i think it is kind of wild to me like you know certain models and how expensive they are like date just is what Retail, do you even are you on their website right now? A a date chest is thirteen thousand. Just a, just a steal, or is that that's the stealing? No, gold? that's the that's the stealing gold. Okay, so a stealing gold date just is thirteen thousand. Okay, yeah. retail, a gold day date is like forty. Yes, which is ridiculous. I understand I that the day date is an iconic watch, and I love the day date. Yeah. But is it really worth that much more than a date just? Like, is it that much more complicated that's, that's to add a, a day wheel? Right. That's my because Seiko and Hamilton but seem to do use, it for nothing. Right. But they only <laughs> use uh, precious metals on on day dates. Sure, but yeah. let's get a date just. So let, it, let's get it, a date just in, in steel and gold. Yeah. Right, so so right. if you want a, a forty one millimeter stainless steel date just eighty one fifty. And that's with a, and then the fluted bezel. Eighty-one fifty for a stainless steel. So, so, so yeah, they yeah, only yeah. make the day date in precious metal. Correct. He's right. So let's that's let's compare true. a precious metal date just. Okay. To, so, and then if you actually, want, I know exactly how much. So a date just guys can, with the green dial and white gold is check how much a a, a fluted bezel is. Regular bezel smooth eight thousand one fifty. Mm -hmm. Fluted ten thousand two fifty. Yeah, but it's white gold. Yeah, that's the, the fluted bezel. Oh, it's has, white gold. It's it's oh, rose oh, rosalium oh, 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 or whatever oh. they call rosalium something. Yeah, like I that. totally missed that. I'm sorry. I totally missed that. What are you? Was your first day? On <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm I'm doing my best here. I'm doing my. Check this out. In March of 2010, a Rolex Hulk was, or just this Submariner was 4200. What? So they have on Chrono 24. They have like a price chart. Yeah. So by the time we get Crazy. to Okay, it, it hits ten thousand around two thousand eighteen, and then then it, it its its height was in twenty twenty uh, in April, and it's actually gone down. So the market has yeah, gone that's, down. So that's what everyone's from talking about. Thirty four to thirty two. Well, that's all I'm saying. Everyone's talking about the market crashing in watches. 
Really, what well, that means is that really what that means is if fifty nine eighty R, for example, went from four hundred to three eighty, yeah, or three nine. Like it's, uh, is that a lot of money for the people who own those watches? I mean, is that yeah. a, a? It's not a big margin. Is it? You know, it's t- like let's say ten, fifteen, maybe twenty thousand dollars off that price. That might be a big deal if you're a gray market dealer and you 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 are, you're now losing that margin. Yeah. But for real people that are buying these watches and and Ooh. let's say people are investing in them like long term. Yeah. That's n- nothing. All right, so a day date yellow gold 37,450. Yeah, exactly. A a uh white gold 40,350. Ever Rose Gold forty thousand three fifty. That's yeah. the one, man. And, it, and if you yeah, want the platinum price on request, price on request. Yeah, so that's that. So the platinum day date is my Grail watch. If I got that a platinum day date, I would stop collecting watch. I'd be that's it. No, I would. I would want the. Stop. I would want the yellow gold fluted bezel. I don't need diamonds on, on my bezel. Um, no, that actually their diamond bezel looks really silly. And I would go. I've never with, seen a diamond bezel that looks good. To be honest with you, I, my my Cuervo is a diamond bezel. Or no, I would say like an invisibly set because yours is invisibly set, not the studded. I don't like the studded. I like invisibly set or baguette. Cut. All right, I yeah. don't like the. I understand. Would yeah. you go with the yellow gold dial with the markers or the champagne color dial with the Roman numerals? See, my date just has the markers, so I think I'd go with the Roman numerals. I want the the day date platinum with the baguette cut hour markers because I think they make that. Yeah, the baguette cut hour markers and the motif dial because they have like a little squared off dial, like it's a it's a bunch of little squares. I think that is, it's that's the perfect watch, and it also wow. it also says I know what I'm doing. Oh no, you know, <laughs> you know what? what I mean? like, forty forty one thousand nine hundred. If you're going to spend this much money on this watch, I might as well go with the champagne-colored set with, with the diamonds as the markers. Yeah, the baguette-cut hour markers. Or really just good. get it iced out, Are they, diamond-paved. The whole, the whole dial is diamonds. <laughs> the Bave dial. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you want a platinum day-date? Yeah, platinum day-date with, uh, well, they, they obviously come on the, I think they actually come on the president presidential bracelet whatever president yeah. bracelet yeah so they always like people call the day date the uh the uh, presidential or like president but yeah, that actually re- gold, that yeah. that refers to the bracelet right not right. the watch itself well they call they call the yellow gold with the champagne dial the president okay the president because he wore it. a it's the presidential bracelet and b a lot of presidents wore that particular okay. watch so all right so we are gonna get chris here a rolex date a 40 millimeter platinum the ice blue motif dial president is one hundred and nine thousand. Yep. Huh. This one here, ice blue, one hundred and seventy thousand. That's the market price, though. Uh, I'm pretty well, sure. This is the Chrono Twenty Four price. So, yes. so I the, did. Yes, the so market I, price. I looked up. I had to do some research, but I looked up how much the Platinum Daytonas are worth. So retail. So it turns out the Platinum Daytona, or the Platona, as most yeah. people call it, um, is oh, the around names. like seventy four thousand retail. Okay. Which is insane because they're almost $300,000 depending on which one you have on the market. Like the baguette cut. So if you have the um the baguette cut hour markers on the Platona, yeah, I think they're like something between like 260 to $300,000. But their retail price is under 100, which is crazy. Okay, <clears throat> so I I just typed in I kind of want to see what is the most expensive watch on Chrono Twenty Four. Okay. Do they have one of those? What's that? What's that? Patek it's probably Philippe a platinum. It's probably a platinum longer. 
Ooh, like a like yeah. a longer one. Well, or have you, have or you seen? Well, have you seen the? Uh, well, I don't know if it's on Chrono Twenty Four, but it, the so the um, what is that? Patek Philippe Grand Complications, whatever they call it, I think Grandmaster Chime, and they're I think one sold at auction for like thirty three million dollars. Okay, I just saw a watch for That's insane. Yeah. Okay, he, he, here we go. A Jacobin Company Billionaire Two, nine point five million dollars. Yeah, which is basically just a. It's. I mean, it's a goofy looking watch. It's, it's really just, goofy. It's just invisibly set diamonds. It's just. It's just. <laughs> you're basically just wearing a bunch of diamonds. You're paying for VVS two diamonds. Yeah, and then this are. is actually a table clock, six point six million. Was FP Jorn? Uh. That's a great company too. I love it, Jordan. I th- I don't think that's Clock Leroy a Petit. So just some like I don't know. Uh, let me who's, see if there's who's a date. out there collecting. Oh that oh, guys, year of production seventeen forty. So whoa, yeah. So that's old. That's cool. And then there's a five million dollar Patek, four point three million dollar Vacheron Constantine jumping hour pocket watch. $4.1 million Patek, $4 million Richard Meal with a dragon, and a bunch of Jacob & Co. Here we go, $3 million Rolex Daytona. Uh, let's see. What is it? Is it that Paul Newman? It is in 1979, so uh, and that's, a, that's an is approximation. It, is it a Paul Newman? Um, I don't know my Daytonas well enough. I, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't know if it was a Paul Newman. Yeah, who cares? It's yeah. not even worth it. Hey, are you going to Porsche Parade? Dude, it's got all the papers and everything. Chris? What's that? Will you be at Porsche Parade in the Poconos? In when weeks? is it? It's like the 11th through like 15th this month. I don't think so. I'm going. I can be. Maybe. Yeah, I'll check. Let me let me check back with you. I'll, I'll be there. These, yeah, these be Jacob & Co. watches are literally just diamonds. As yeah, many, they, do, they do zero for me. How many diamonds can you, you shove onto I a do, case? I like the uh, the slight. Jacob and Co. Uh, the Jacob and Co. Uh, what do you call it? Um, he has all these like Bugatti it, watches. No, not I. I don't like those. No, it's the the Godfather one. I think it's oh, cool. that's that they, cool. It, it plays the uh, music. That's or whatever. cool. I like that brand that the the uh, Parm, Parmigiani. Yeah. Here you go. This is. Do, do you know about them? What's that? Those Parmigianis. I don't think so. Maybe. Well, here. So I found exactly what I was I was looking for. The most expensive watch ever sold, which I was right. Yeah, it's a Patek Philippe Grandmaster Chime 6300A010 selling for 31.19 million at only auction uh, only watch in 2019. Jeezy, crazy. Yeah, that's that's what I'm like. What they only make one of them or, or what the hell? Only watch. So, have you never heard of only watch? It's actually kind of a cool thing. So it's a it's an auction that happens every year. It benefits charity, and a bunch of big names will make only one watch, yeah, a one off, and they'll oh. yeah. Actually, Tudor had a great one last year or two years ago. They had a full ceramic case and bracelet watch and dial. Yeah. It was really cool. Oh, you got a pop up here. What's that? Let me see. Wow. Yes. Okay. I've seen that. Yeah. Apparently, this is what the royal family wears. What do you care about the royal family now? Wait, the only a, thing I care about is what the royal wait family a minute, wait drives. Wait a minute, what? What? <laughs> right. Rolls what, Royce, baby. What was? Uh, what was a Napoleon's watch again? Breguet. 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 <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. Napoleon. Can you imagine uh, the, people who have worn our watches? Marie Antoinette and and, and Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte. 
That is incredible. You fuck. That is really like if that's well, I mean that's so. Breguet is the company that he invented the tourbillon. Yeah, which is a silly but very impressive feat of engineering. Well, at the time they didn't know it was silly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that now, like in in context, doesn't it? Doesn't it not work if it's an upside down or or if it's like this? It doesn't really do anything at all. So the whole point of of the tourbillon cage was to counteract keep the balance. So that yeah, I mean the 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 balance wheel is affected by gravity. So it's, it's kind of like a, think of it like a washing machine. That's front loaded. Yeah. Right. The weight is always going to be on one side of it. Yeah. And so they say not to buy uh front load washers because they, the bearings underneath a, a front load washer, they wear unevenly I because also the water's f- always sitting on the bottom. So yeah. that's why you buy a top load. Same thing with a tourbillon cages. It's, it's making sure that no matter what way, position your watch is facing, it should be getting relatively even wear across the, okay. the tour or across the. Uh, okay, so you're saying field. that this. So in 2021, AP made a Royal Oak Jumbo Extra Thin Only Watch, meaning yes, they made a unique piece, one watch, yep, yep, a, a unique yep. piece. So yep. this is it. That that only one person has this watch somewhere. Correct. Yeah, and so Tudor made one uh, a couple years. Uh, oh, Constantine. Con- I'm gonna butcher this. Constantine Chaikin. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. He makes some impressive watches. I'll I'm, have to hope, show you I'm guys hoping these see. are alphabetical order. I don't see him here. Here, let's see what what FP Jordan did. FFC Blue with a hand. Oh my God! Look at that. Check this, <coughs> check this out. This is really interesting. That's a that's a minion watch. He's, this is really he's made interesting. Some impressive stuff though. Here, check this out. He needs some minions. You, Elise Narden made a watch. Check these out. Do you think we can? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Do you think we can get some like a mini fridge in here, dude? We've been talking about this for five years. I'll get you one. I I can't like keep a, a stocked mini fridge. I like, what do you guys want in it? it this it, is a B, these, what do you mean? Like this, a bottle of water? This is a BYOB so, kind of situation. So he oh, makes. I've seen that. So so constant Constantine Chaikin. I, I'm I'm totally butchering that. Butchering that. He's a Russian watchmaker, but it's basically just him. Yeah. And he makes these wild, he calls them wrist mons or like, you know, wrist monsters. Yeah. And every year he comes out with a new one at Halloween, but he also has, he also makes one for only watch. If you look him up, it's, it's uh, K underscore uh, Chaykin and it's spelled C-H-A-Y-K-I-N. That's his Instagram. Here he is. I was looking under C. I apologize. Yeah. And then he's, he made a, he made a minion watch oh, with like the, a denim. Yeah. Is this, yeah. The, is this the clown face guy? Yeah. 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 He yeah. makes, he makes a bunch yeah. of these weird he also makes like the levitating hand watches, you know, yeah. like that. Here, check that out. Look at this watch. It, oh, my God. That is so cool. I don't know, guys. That's so cool. You guys are getting into the weeds. What do you mean, yeah, man? Yeah, you're talking about weird stuff. We're talking about all kinds of clown, stuff. Clown watches. He makes a Mars time watch, so yeah, he actually made a, me- all... he made a mechanical watch that keeps time on Earth guys, and Mars. Guys, we can't even get a moon swatch. We're talking about... Okay, so let's... You know, we're talking <laughs> okay. about all kinds of watches. It's actually... actually I, bet, I bet we can get an FP Jorn easier than a moon swatch yeah, right now. I bet so... we could easily get... Uh, apparently, I can get a Rolex easier yeah. than I can get a freaking Yeah, he has, okay, so he has a gift. For those who do not know, and do, I don't know if we talked about this last time, because sometimes our private conversations i don't know if we talked about it on the show or just off the show so sometimes i i repeat myself but a podcast is really just a snippet of our private conversation. exactly so i forget <laughs> if we talked about do. it on the show or not but uh omega and and swatch came together to make what that people are calling the moon swatch the moon watch which is the omega speedmaster 
Uh, $6,400 watch just for like the Hesalite or regular version. They can get more expensive depending on the version. But now there's the Moon Swatch, which is only $260. And but a Swatch did the whole solar system. You get a sun, you can get a moon, you can get a Neptune, an Earth, a Mars, and all these different ones. That $260 plastic watch looks like a Speedmaster, a bunch of different colors depending on the planet, and they are impossible to get. Well, and for context, too, Swatch Group owns Omega, and that's where this, yeah. this partnership came from. Sure, of course. And so uh, Chris here was in Philadelphia. So there aren't that many Swatch stores. It's not like there's one in every city. So uh, the Swatch store in Pennsylvania is in Philly. And so he was out in Philly for some family stuff. And he, uh, I, um, I think Jason called him for something else or something. I, I don't even I remember. But I was like, you got to send Chris into the Swatch store to see if there's any moon watches or swat, moon swatches and to buy them all. And if there's a Neptune, you know, I'll just pay you back. Not a big deal. So he goes to the Swatch store and the guy said, tomorrow we are getting a shipment of whatever. Uh, did he say like specific ones or all, all of them or? Man, I think I'm trying to think. She said like Neptune, Mars, Saturn. Mer like Mercury and Pluto, I think, okay. or something like that. It was like only some of them, whatever. So, I don't know what she said. I no, know she said the one I wanted yeah. and the one you wanted, yeah. and that's, uh, that's so the one I wanted, of course. Yeah, so obviously Chris had stuff to do, so he couldn't just like camp out there and wait for the store to open the next day. But he goes the next day around noon or so, already sold out. So I'm, I must have called the Swatch store in Philly today 50 times, and they never picked up. And, and it, they literally opened before it even rings. Thank you for calling the Swatch store in King of Prussia Mall. There are no moon swatches. So if you're calling about the moon swatch, just hang up the phone. Like that's basically like like what the message says. And then their answering machine is also that same message. So I called. There's two swatch stores in Las Vegas. I called them. No one's picking up the phone at any of these swatch stores. Yeah. Because I mean, all I want to know is if you get a Neptune in and I want one, could you call me so I could pay for it and will you ship it to me or do I have to drive to a king? King of Prussia. However, I I would spend more in gas getting to King and King King of Prussia and back <laughs> than I would for the actual watch. Nowadays, yeah, for yeah. Sure. And if you go on Chrono Twenty Four, you can get a a a Neptune, but you got to spend thirty nine hundred bucks. Yeah, actually, speaking of real quick before we get off on a tangent, it cost me almost two hundred dollars in gas to drive out to Philadelphia and back. Yeah. In my truck. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but so you're right. I mean, you'd, you'd spend, you'd spend about the same amount of money. Uh, yeah. I, it, you know, the manager was like, oh, yeah, here's my card, you know, yeah. I write down my name and I wanted a Mars and then I call, and then I talked to you guys and, and I was yeah. going to grab more and I got there. She said to come afternoon. She kept emphasizing that afternoon. That's when we restocked. I guess they open at 10, but they restocked at noon. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't even know if they opened. I have no idea yeah. what they said. It was a Sunday. So I guess you could look it up. I don't know what time they opened. Whatever. And I said, okay. And so I showed up at 1228 or 1226, whatever, somewhere around there. And they already had, they were already out. They were handing out the last ones or whatever. I, it's incredible to me. Yeah. And you know what sucks is I don't flip watches. So I'm not going to go. And just flip this a week later after I get sick of it. Like I buy or just, you know, I kind of get my my itch scratch. Yeah, yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? I Yeah, you you, you want you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause yeah. you like look at all the watches in your collection and like, what am I missing? Yeah, it's like. And, <laughs> and then you're shopping and you're yeah. like, man. 
and and I and I want the Neptune because I love blue, and also I want to get a real Speedmaster. So I'm not really interested in the Moon version, yeah, which looks like the Speedmaster. You, you know, know, at that picnic the other day, that guy that was at the table with us, yeah, he was wearing a Seamaster. Oh really? The blue fate, you know. Oh that was yeah, a nice looking it was, watch. and that was an automatic too. From that, so it was an older Moon watch. It looked like it no, was no, from it wasn't a Moon a Seamaster. Or I'm sorry, Seamaster. That's I'm sorry. Yeah, it was an older Seamaster. So I'm assuming like kind of late '80s, early '90s, which is right uh, around the time that the Seamaster oh, I think was like it a big was deal. Like only like ten years old. No, it was older yeah. than that. You don't yeah. think? No, it was like that bracelet looked pretty old. I, I don't know. I think but, he put it on one day and never took it off. That's probably true. I mean, I live that story. That's what I mean. I mean, that might be like his just, I'm buying one good watch. Well, I told you, this is an interesting story. I told you about, I might have told both of you already. The, 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 uh, at Torno King of Prussia, they had a Submariner 5513. Yeah. Untouched bracelet. That watch is from 1964. And the bracelet is untouched and all they wanted was 20 grand for it. Now I know twenty grand is obviously a lot of money, but for a a vintage Submariner that's yeah. untouched, like so, I guess the story that they told was apparently what they think happened was that it was owned by a professional diver, and professional divers at the time would take them off the bracelets and actually put them on NATOs because the G10 NATO was more reliable than a bracelet. Yeah, because the reason they designed if you if you didn't know this before, but I'm sure you did, the reason they designed the G10 or the NATO as we call it the way that they did was actually because if you lose a spring bar, the watch will not come off your wrist. The bracelet will. Correct. Yeah. This is, which is why they designed the NATO. That's why it has that weird pass under and yeah, then back yeah, through yeah. is if, if you actually like, get loose, if you just played, if you off. played with it, if you actually took a spring bar out, the watch will like hang, but it'll still hang on to the strap. Oh, and for I see. a diver, okay. if you're trying to keep yeah. track of how much air you have left, that's pretty yeah. important <laughs> that you don't lose that. You know, I I have a question for you guys. I I'm on the Omega website. I wanted to look at what the Seamaster looked like. So, because I because when I think of the Speedmaster, the Moonwatch, I I have a, something. Mm-hmm. But when I think of the Seamaster, I don't have anything going on. But, but it's but, that goofy but, uh, but, yeah, but like, here's helium escape valve. So under Seamaster, you have Aquaterra 150 meters, and there's yes. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 22, 24, 25 watches just under that. Yeah. Yes. And then there's, oh, and then it says yeah. see all of the aqua. So there's even yeah. more. And then yeah, so there's the planet so there's, oceans. And yeah, now we're now there's, now there's now Aquaterra, there's Aquaterra planet the, ocean, there's Aquaterra the, small seconds. I sent yeah. you that Ultra Deep the other day. Yep, the Ultra Deep. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. That, that thing's pretty sweet. They I a, love what that. What do they make a titanium, brushed titanium case I'm on all that about thing. it. I'm so I cool. guess when I think of the Seamaster, the Diver 300, the 300 meter coaxial master chronograph. This is what I kind of think of when I think of a Seamaster. Yeah. If you can see that. Yeah, the the blue on blue. Yeah, but the, that's the just... James, you think of the James Bond. It's kind of yeah. like... You ever, you ever watch the James Bond It's the version of a, of a um, sea dweller, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what... Well, so yeah. have you seen... The, well, it's their version of a Submariner. Jay, this one's called uh, a Railmaster. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Great. I have no you idea. Know, I'm it's a, a wholesome sector, person. That's a, that's a sector dial. I have no dial. idea. <laughs> <laughs> What, what was I? I was making all kinds of uh, obscene uh, gestures towards our waitress. Guys, look at this one. You know, that waitress was cute. 1,200 meters. <laughs> no. Look at that. Oh, oh, our waitress tonight. Yeah. You know, we had her last time, and I'm hoping that she is the now official 
waitress Grand Prix of, waitress. The, of the Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you know she's really cute and really nice. Yeah, and does a very good job. Yeah, um, doesn't take too long to get things. You know, in and there. out, in and out, very focused. Yeah, is good with the. You know, we we had our checks really quick. Yeah, I think she's good at anticipating, like the next the, move. Yeah, like so when we asked for checks. She like had them like they were like, boom, it's like ready to roll. Well, I don't even wait for mine. I just give her my. Card. No, no. Jason actually had a preemptive strike. Yes. He, That's what ha- I do. he handed the. Well, the card. I was trying to get out as, as quickly as possible. So I would avoid like the after we adjourn conversations. Yeah. The uh, a- the after meeting. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. what, what are you going to do? He never comes. What are you going to do? He ne- you know, OK. Speaking of watches, Mark has a really I really like his um, GP. The Gerard. Yeah, yeah, with the Ferrari one with the blue, with the Ferrari blue face. Yeah, I know. Man, that's a good look. I watch. thought I was cool. You thought you were cool. We showed up. We had our cool watches on Rolex and everything. And he's like, oh, well, I have this Gerard Pirigo, uh Ferrari chronograph, which yeah. I don't even know what those things are worth. He hit like, us hard. Jeez. I looked them up. You can get get them used for like twenty five hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can get into a GP for twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, it might be worth. They're like older. Well, I'm sure they are, but they're still cool. He also has a an ellipse. Yeah, he's Tech got leader. a lot of cool. Then stuff, he inherited man. from his dad. What was the other one? He has another Protect too. I think I don't Calatrava. like this. Uh... That's the other one. Oh man, which I'm know. a big Calatrava fan. I know it's like yeah, I know my, when everybody thinks Protect, they're like much. they're like Nautilus, Nautilus, no, Nautilus, or or what's the other the Calatrava? Not Nautilus. What's the other one? Aquanaut. Everybody's like, oh, Aquanaut. You know, we got to have one of those. The Calatrava Small Seconds is a great looking watch. Expensive because I'm pretty sure they're like thirteen thousand, but still beautiful. What do you watch. care? You don't care how much stuff is. I want a fixed income. <laughs> well, that, that's my line. Is is the Aquanaut another gented um design? It's basically the. I don't want to say it's the same watch because, you know, I mean, tech it, fans out there are like cringing, but it's yeah. basically the same watch on a rubber strap. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's like almost it's a nice rubber strap. It's, I think Aquanaut. it's actually a little yeah, smaller. It, it, yeah, and it has like the like the globe effect. Yeah, it's a very on the dial. It's a very similar look to the Nautilus, but yeah, on a rubber strap. It doesn't, it doesn't do I'm that. fairly certain it's smaller, too. Yeah. The Aquanaut's a little bit smaller. The, what, somebody had one at the Thaw. Yeah, he Remember? had the green one that's worth like a bazillion dollars that no one can get. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Or no, he had the black one. No, he, had the black he didn't. One. Ha- he didn't have that. Yeah, he had the black one. The, that green say. strap, that green on green one, is worth like a ton of money now, too. That's what we got to get in the business of flipping Patek Philippe's. Well, <laughs> we need to get in the business of affording one first. Yeah. Well, I well see. That's the interesting thing is how much can you buy one on credit and stretch it? Like how quickly could you flip it to where it's not sitting in some on some kind of loan or credit or you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the best part about like Rolexes, for example, why they're so popular to flip. There is always a buyer for yeah. a Rolex. Flip them tomorrow. But, Holy but shit. here's you the can deal. walk out the door and go yeah. sell it to somebody on the street. Yeah. Well, first off, we're not we're obviously not going to buy a Patek to flip off Carno Twenty Four because that's where flippers are selling watches. <laughs> yeah. So how would we get it for like a wholesale? Like how would we get a Patek Nautilus? Let's you get on a forum and you say, "Who's on the list? I have one. Skip the line." Yeah, and like, that's what you do. Put like, me in, coach. That's yeah, what the, that's what the internet's for. Yeah, but like <laughs> you know, how, yeah. how would yeah. you get not wholesale, but like how would you get one for like retail? Like how much is a new Nautilus? Same same way, same way you get uh, same way you get a Rolex retail. You just have to you just like have to just roll up and, well, and get rolling. It just depends. Well, 
Well, does Patek still do ADs, or are they all? I have no, no idea. No, they do. So they still have yeah, AD, they, ADs, they still have but ADs. but AP doesn't anymore. They pulled all their authorized dealerships, and now they all they sell all their own it's watches. It's like IWC. They pulled them. They were they pulled them before, and then they went back to ADs. Well, they now have they're pulling back the, out. That King of Prussia Tourneau has the IWC. Yeah, boutique. Yeah. Um. Well, this is interesting too that I learned about IWC that we were talking about. We kind of talked about them before. Why in the world are their three hand watches more expensive, and not just by a few hundred bucks, by like a few thousand dollars than their chronographs? Nothing says I use a third party movement in my chronograph like, yeah, it's more expensive for yeah. my three hand because they're because that big crown, the the big crown pilot watch or whatever, which is a great watch. I love the look of them. They're like eight eighty three hundred dollars for one of those. Yeah, things. The big crowns are crazy for the wait. But for the chronograph, I had one of their chronographs on my hand. It was like sixty five hundred yes. bucks. What that's in the world what's weird is about two thousand dollars. And I like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So. I don't know if it's if it's true the and that's a manufacturing that. thing. I don't know what that is, but I mean, not for nothing, they need to fix that because most people are going to look at their chronographs and go, like, why is it so cheap then? If you're like again, your three hand pilot's watch is so much more expensive. So do they not have a regular Nautilus anymore? What do you, uh, the 50, okay, the so fifty seven. Well, no, they have. No, they discontinued the fifty-seven eleven. Yeah, so the 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 else. fifty-seven twelve now has two subdials. It's forty-eight thousand seven thirty retail. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's enough to make you choke on un- your coffee. You know, unless you want to go with the, uh, if you have a small wrist, I guess you can go with with the lady version, <laughs> the seventy-one eighteen, thirty-nine thousand. Man, Kona doesn't like me anymore, man. Kona, Kona's you know, Chris. I I have this effect on people's pets for some reason. So, and then there's the fifty-seven twenty-six. Oh. So humble. That has sun and moon, <laughs> forty fifty-four thousand. God, these watches don't look like they're fifty-four thousand dollars as much as as I like them. You know what? I they, said the same thing. What are you talking about? Which brand? Uh, the uh, if you wanted to get a new Patek Philippe Nautilus, yeah. not off Chrono, like a new one. This, this white gold one, three subdials, $146,000. Well, let's be honest, though. There's probably not maybe a Long & Soen or FP Journe, but they're up in the same price range anyway. There are very few watches you can actually mention in the same breath when it comes to build quality when you're talking about Patek Philippe. Yeah. And Rolex is very consistent. I think they're a great brand. I think they make a great watch. I think Patek Philippe takes... Rolex, what it is, and in, in essentially like making a, a, a very well built watch, yeah, and says, well, you know, they're like, we're gonna make it even better, like we're gonna make it yeah. so far. It's like it's like buying a Mercedes versus buying a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, right? Mercedes is a phenomenal build quality; they make a great car, yeah. But then you can go up a whole nother level to you know absurd levels of luxury and build quality and all this stuff. Like it's it's. To okay, the level yeah. that is, it is yeah. just absolutely nuts, and that's that's what Patek Philippe is. They are okay. just twenty thousand miles ahead of any other company when it comes. So to those those crazy stuff. so their retail prices you don't think are really kind of crazy. Well, I think they're nuts, but I mean, because only I only think they're nuts because VC is twenty two for their sports watch, you know, yeah. twenty two fifty, which is. But again, back to my original point, Rolex is a freaking bargain. You can buy a Submariner yeah. for ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars is a lot of money. 
It's a yeah. hell of a lot less than twenty two, and, and, and sure a lot less than like fifty thousand. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. issue is, you know what I mean. When you go to a gathering, nobody else is going to have a VC overseas on. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's very and true. Five people at the thaw had a sub date. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And five people had a Daytona. Yeah. I mean, I, it just depends on on what you're looking for. You know, and and obviously what 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 you can afford. You are you are paying for well, so exclusive. And the and the statistic actually is, I'm I'm fairly certain this is still accurate. So Rolex makes anywhere between eight hundred thousand and a million units per year. Yep. Okay, very yeah. exclusive. It considering there are seven billion people in the world, yeah. and pretty much I would say ninety percent of them want a Rolex at some point in their life. Sure, yeah. But Zach Philippe makes like eighty thousand. Yeah, that's incredible. Watches a year. Okay, that's yeah, it. And and 10%. I think a long and so on makes like 15,000 a year. That's I think insane. I think it's somewhere in that neighborhood. So don't call me on the exact number, but the proportions are a lot yeah. like that. It's like we think of Rolex as very exclusive, which it is. But again, Patek Philippe is a kick in the pants to Rolex when it comes to yeah. exclusivity, when it comes to I mean just just overall quality. I mean, you are paying for something that is over the top. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, think about think about the gap between that number of watches, and like I, I like Richard Mille probably makes less watches than that, but Richard Mille is really kind of a micro brand. Yeah, that makes really, yeah it's, you know yeah. what I mean. And they're just like overbuilt and weird and crazy. Yeah. Um, but Man, when it comes to like actual watchmakers, I could go to a Patek boutique for like like an AD mm-hmm. and spend more on like an Aston Martin DB7 2002. It was like thirty eight grand or mm-hmm. something. Like I can't believe yeah. that I could have purchased for thirty eight thousand an Aston Martin DB seven from two thousand two. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I like oh, that one I sent you. The silver yeah. one. It was beautiful. I, it was well, you gotta you gotta remember though that the service car. bill on that same car is another thirty seven thousand yeah. dollars. Well, yeah. you gotta buy a sorted car. <laughs> yeah, that it's just like a Lotus or yeah, you gotta buy a sorted car. Yeah, the car's not sorted. Well, yeah. that's what I was thinking. What What is the price of ownership on this thing? Just Just because I could pay it's, cash for it doesn't mean I, give, I doesn't mean I want to afford the maintenance. I'll on give it. you a hint. Five grand it's, a year. It's British. Yeah. Okay. Five grand a year. That's That's less than my Maserati. Well, I guess the well, just that's depends. Italian. It's yeah. Italian. Same. <laughs> it's yeah, Italian it's or it's British. Depends. You're gonna pay a lot of money. Five grand a year. You think it's that cheap? Mm, yeah. No, like what are we talking? Just like regular maintenance on it, or just yeah, they, like managing issues? A little like, bit of a surprise here and there. Yeah, you gotta have a little, little extra. Yeah, you gotta expect the curveball. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But oh, like oh, I need yeah. the OZ wheels done on the on the Gutrush. Yeah. Oh, it's six thousand dollars. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, you it just, just yeah. like creeps up. Like, yeah. Oh, my, my turn signal stopped working on the left hand side. The repair bill is how many thousands? Yeah. Like right. you know, it's it's. That's the other thing too is no one can fix them. I don't mean no like literally no one, but it's the the uh the repair the the folks that can repair an Aston Martin are just as scarce as people who own Vacheron Constantins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I just uh, I saw one I saw one at that Jag at the Jaguar event, then I saw one you know, and they look similar, so I'm assuming they're like similar years, similar models, or, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, um, and I saw one at the other event we went to, and uh, then when he sent me the links, I was like, "Wow, this car is really, really affordable." Like, for an, to say that you have an Aston Martin, you know, I mean, yeah, it is 20 years old when I was looking at, but whatever. Get yourself you know. a get yourself a Jaguar F Type and scratch the same itch. Yeah. For a lot less money. Nah. It won't. Uh, well, you don't think so? No. 
Yeah, I mean, I there's nothing like a vintage car compared to a modern car. Yeah, it's not even don't vintage. Do it. Is 2007? He said. No, 2002, no, no, like 2000, but, but like, yeah, but it, I mean, vintage, I just, it, you know, it's, it's what I'm funny. Saying, 20, you're going to scratch, well, you're going to scratch a similar itch. You're getting that British Roadster style car. You're getting the same kind of, you know, you buy it for the sound. I mean, Let me 90% of Aston Martin's pitch is the sound that it makes. No, you want to be cool. Buy something you're not going to see in a Target parking lot. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what did you, <laughs> at what, the end what, of the day, what did you say to buy an F type? Jaguar F. Jaguar might not even be around in four years. They're they're <laughs> they're finished. Yeah. Well, Jaguar Land Rover. They're, they're owned by Tata, right? Tata Motors yeah. in India. Jaguar's finished. Yeah. yeah. Here's a 2014 Jaguar F Type. How many people do you hear? I can't wait to go look at a new Jaguar. Fix. Uh, <laughs> well, well, it's the problem because their daily drivers are well, they're quote unquote daily drivers like the XK or something like that. How in the world is that supposed to compete with the BMW? It's in the same league. I mean, for example, like I think it's the same size as BMW 5 Series. Yeah. A 5 Series is not the best car in the world, but will absolutely lay waste to a Jaguar in terms of, yeah. you know, reliability and all that good right. stuff. Right, yeah. You don't want an XS well, or something. You, that's junk. Well, let me tell you, when I was... Uh, Mark, I told Mark the other day, there was a, on a bring there was a uh, 95 XJ12. I was like, that's the car to buy. Beautiful, long body, yeah, classic yeah. Jag. Yeah, that's a nice car. Twelve cylinder, you know. I'll never forget when I was um working uh, at Volvo, the Jags and Rovers are in the same building, but I the, you only saw one or the other. You only work on one side of the building or the other. Right. They had this like diesel Jaguar that I, they were literally mm-hmm. giving away. Yeah. Like like the like the lease deal on it. Was basically, please take it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so. Derek, Top, Top Gear did a test on that exact sedan you're talking about, the diesel yeah. sedan. They got a thousand miles out of one tank. In that wow. Thing. Yeah. Now, like, I guess what are they, they tried to do this gasoline, ch- and it's a V8, mind you. Yeah. So it's, which is strange, V8 diesel in a, in a sedan, but sure enough, they made the car. And, uh, yeah, Top Gear did this special. I'll have to find the episode for you guys. But they did an episode on that, and they tried to take it from, I don't know, one end of England to the other or whatever. They were doing a gas challenge. Yeah. And Jeremy Clarkson didn't really want to participate in it. He thought it was still silly. So the other two chose, like, golfs or e-golfs or whatever they chose, like those wild hybrids that they had at the time. This was, you know, in the mid-2000s. So. And then he chose this Jaguar because he wanted to run out of gas by his house so he could just go home. Oh, man. And he bought this thing, and he goes by his house, and he's still got – he's, like, driving as fast as he can. Air conditioning is full of blowing. Like, yeah. everybody else is taping up the holes in their car to make it more fuel efficient. And he's like, well, I'm just – I just want to get it over with. Yeah. And sure enough, he gets past the house, and finally he's like, I, I better participate in this. He made it all the way to wherever he was supposed to go, and they dipped the tank, and there was still fuel left in it. It didn't cough by the time he got there. And they said, that's what they said, it could have gone a, a total of 1,000 miles on that single tank. That's incredible. It is incredible, but nobody bought it. No. Right? No. <laughs> like, you know no. what I mean? Like There were people from yeah. other dealerships, other Ray Hall dealerships, who heard about the deal coming to look at it. Because it was, because, I mean, it, it was not only a good deal for a non-employee, but for an employee, it was like a free, it was almost a free car. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I, I'm all set, but I, I looked at it just because it was on the showroom floor and Jaguars are old news. I, I got to tell you guys, um, I, I really feel 90% of the business is Land Rover on that side. 
Um, I don't really know who's going for a Jaguar, but but I got to say, those old E types, you know, f- that I saw at the Jaguar event from, I guess, like the 60s or whatever, those were un- unbelievable. Look cool. Well, there was one at the heyday. There was uh, one at the garage tour we went to the other night. Yeah, really phenomenal. Was that 64 question mark? 65, that one was? Uh,. I think it was a 64. Because that was, 60, was 63 or 64 the first year for those? 64. 64. That's what I thought. And his was early because I think yeah, it still had the flat, floor, yeah. the flat floor in it. Which, uh, there were some good money. Well, guys, I might get some of the food. Yeah, are, I'm, I'm a little hungry. Are, are you hungry? So, the only thing I want to mention about Top Gun, just real, real quick. We're not going to go into the movie because mm-hmm. Chris hasn't seen it. <laughs> but there's an IWC stopwatch. Oh, you got to have it. That we all have to own, but it seems the only way to own it is you have to buy one of the Top Gun watches for 6000 No, but but it was 6000 Swiss whatever. I couldn't right. find it on the American site. I only found it on the Swiss it's site. It's on the Swiss Wait, site. Wait, so if you buy the the watch, it you get a, a free... Kit. It comes in one like briefcase. Yeah, so it comes in like a kind of like a military-looking case, and you open it. Like the football. Yeah, there's the watch, and then there's the stopwatch. Yeah. Now, it's not the same exact stopwatch that's in the movie. Because, so the stopwatch you get with this watch actually has Top Gun on it. But the one in the movie doesn't. Just and, IWC. And it's like. Yeah, we look, we walk, we, we, we like, oh. We, like, literally. Oh. So it, it's Jason, our other buddy, Chris, and me. As soon as that IWC stopwatch comes on, Jason and I both go like that. <laughs> yeah. And our other buddy, Chris, has no idea what. He's what's, like, what are you guys, what's the big deal? Yeah. No, but listen. So IWC partners, not with the Top Gun movies, but with the actual Top Gun. Yes. Right? Yeah. And obviously that was big product placement. It was real clear was awesome. and in focus. Huge close up. And Jennifer Conley was wearing an explore, a vintage Explorer. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Which was really cool. And, and he wears a Porsche design. Yeah. So I watched a thing that that's he he's wearing the original jacket. Yeah. And all the pilots were wearing IWC Top Gun. Yeah. Promise. And and the watch he's wearing, Tom Cruise is the original watch that Jerry Bruckheimer had. Yeah, that's the Porsche design. So he the all black. So he asked, so he said, you know, I need that watch to film. And on the last day of filming, Bruckheimer took it back. And then the cowboy boots also were the original because I wa- I've been watching videos on the on the on their yeah. training and how they filmed them flying jets. You got to watch it. Man. Yeah, you got it. So let's I know, go I see, it. Go let's see, go see it. it. It's, it's right. badass. All right, guys. I think that was a great show. Thank you so much for yeah. stopping by. We're yeah. we're gonna go grab, grab some Red Robin or something. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the Michael Papinchak Show.